Thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, support this show with a donation by clicking the campsite.bio, we just talk an ish link, or via cash app at dollar sign, we just talk an ish. It's up to you what you give and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link or cash app us to support now. Now, let's get to the foolishness with Rosa, Quinton, and Patria. All of our great listeners, all of our great watchers on YouTube. How are you all this fine day? <sighs> when you listen to this, they're probably be- hot. I don't know what it is over there in Arizona, but they probably hot. It's <laughs> fucking hot. It's hot. My air said in the house said, I'm trying my best. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah, we just got out of an excessive heat warning, so <laughs> it's, it was 116 yesterday. Yeah, mm, my lord. I think the heat index for us was like one. What did it say? I think, think it's about one hundred three or one hundred five. It's still ninety right now. Like I said, it was uh, by nine o'clock yesterday. Like they dug holes out in the dust for them to get water out there. Don't do that, cute. Thanks and look, for, her, her water right there is frosty. Thanks for <laughs> sending that video. You're welcome. You Good know, what I say, I'm the quicker petty picker-upper. That shit was fun. It was not, because that is not the truth. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart is 40 miles away. They got two subways, and one's over the mountain. You gotta hike over the mountain to get to it. <laughs> All those lies he told. All those lies he told. Mm-mm. Well, we don't know because we been. So all we know is. Don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe it. Oh, so how has everybody's week been? But you pull that dress off. Just, just, just be, just be flying everywhere. My week was. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. It was busy. Uh, but nothing crazy or out of the way happened, you know. Just, just out here living best I can. That's all. That's it. That's all. Q had a fun week though. Ooh, did you, Q? I sure the fuck did. Uh, <laughs> Sir, they went on a on a on a day vac day day stay vacation. Uh, started off with the a uh, stay a stay vacation. That's what you went on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Started off with a <laughs> brewery bus tour. Took us to three different breweries here, uh, local breweries here in Memphis, which I didn't know we had so many. Oh, yeah. Got my little drink on, which by the first brewery, I was uh, feeling it. 
stuff that little bitty stuff they give you. Uh, then when you got the BB Kings, which Lord, Lord, now look, I ain't no broke nigga, but goddamn, BB, <laughs> BB King, you go. I need a complaint box. Ten dollar cover charge. Did they have live got, music? Yeah, they had live music. Okay, that's why I was a ten dollar cover charge. I gotta pay to eat. And then yeah. you're eat, paying for the entertainment. Then they eat the pay, and then I had to pee, and I had to pay a dude in the bathroom. Lord, you had to, to pay the dude in the bathroom. Five dollars to pee. You lying? Five dollars to pee. You know what? You got the bathroom attendant. He stands in the bathroom the whole time, and but you ain't gotta pay him. Man, squirted my hands with the soap, threw the towel over my shoulders. I, I'm like, okay, I guess I give you a tip. Then uh-huh. went went to the Moxie. Hotel. Yes, with Roxy and it got Foxy. <laughs> sort of. So tired from the heat. Uh, went to sleep. Got up. Went to the Blind Bear. Oh yeah, I love the Blind uh, Bear. And, yeah, the Blind Bear survived. Uh, where mimosas were in someone's uh, system. Yeah, you get <laughs> came you get back that. and got slutted out. So. <laughs> mhm. And yeah, that's what happened. Sounds like an amazing weekend. I said, Date nights I are important. They are. Hashtag mm-hmm. dates matter. Yeah, they, they do. do matter. They do matter. I did go on a date this weekend, but you know, it was good, clean fun. I went to see Jurassic World. Yes. <laughs> Jurassic World. Jurassic Park Street Backyard <laughs> World. Yeah, she tried Kona to tell store. me that she went to seen Jurassic Park and I'm like, well, them first three movies been made long time ago. <laughs> anyway. But the I one you saw, Dom- what's it, Dominion, Jurassic yeah, World, Dominion, World, the yeah, last yeah. one of that series, was it any yeah. good? You know what? Because sometimes they be doing shit just to be making mm-hmm. movies. It was very extra, like, mm-hmm. It was, you know, I was like, did that just, what the, it, that ain't happening in real life. So it was like overkill, like over dramatic, mm-hmm. but the storyline made sense. I love the characters and I live. So, I mean, it was cool. I would go, I would watch it again. Because you saw the first again. two Jurassic World, right? No, I ain't seen the one since 93. Really? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Really? Are you lying? I'm dead serious. I I rode the I rode the rides in Orlando when I went in 2019. So Jurassic Park, they went to the park, right? Yeah. Park park closed. Yeah, and they closed the park, and then they opened something else, and they shut down. Park number two. I don't know the names exactly. They sent what's his face over there to exerve the animals, aka Mm -hmm. they were trying to bring animals back Mm -hmm. to Santa Monica in this place that they had. Yeah. Fucked up again. Yeah. Three. Now all this stuff was shut down. So then Jurassic they got three. Part three. Some shit happened. I can't remember exactly what happened, but some shit they happened. They mentioned all of that stuff at the beginning of okay, this one. Yes. So if you've missed it, like I didn't walk in, like, you know, Marvel movies, you kind of got to mm-hmm. like watch all it to know yes. or you're totally lost. I was not totally lost. They brought back the old, so like the characters from the original Jurassic yes. Park, from what I remember, they were all in it mm-hmm. and they referenced everything that kind of led up from the original one in 93 right. all the way up to where they were. So I wasn't lost walking into. Okay. All right. So they, oh, yeah. they keep yeah. you, they keep you if you miss the first two Jurassic worlds, because the first Jurassic world, they reinvented the park mm-hmm. as if they didn't learn the lesson the first fucking first time, time. Mm-hmm. and the park fucks up. 
Uh, two, they tried to go save a few animals because of a volcano, and then they were going to sell the animals to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. They freed them hoes. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why they're loose in number three that you watched. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they ain't really, they look, yeah, they loose, but they ain't. Yeah, they loose on that on that on that island. And they ain't they all over the world. Yeah, they all over. Uh, oh yeah, that's terrible. right. Cause they got they, they all got, over. They, they, got they hit the last yes. one. They got loose, loose. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. they everywhere. Somebody brought them back. He brought some of them back, and he was in the museum. I remember that one. With mm-hmm. a little girl. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. that's two. Okay. Yes, Cause that's yes. one of my daughters. Oh, yes. Maisie, uh, the little girl. Maisie. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she. she but you uh-huh. did see the scientist that was he he was in that one, right? Uh-huh. The Chinese dude. Yeah, he bad. They brought him from the first set because he was the one making them holes again. Uh huh. Yeah, in he the last it. three. So I'm definitely have to go check it out. Yeah, too. he in it too. Like yes. everybody that was relevant in all mm-hmm. the Jurassic's leading up, mm-hmm. they are all in this one. The little girl, at least go, the ones that lived. Yeah. You should actually go watch uh, Jurassic World uh, Camp Cretaceous, which is a cartoon on Netflix. And, I think I seen it, but um, I didn't watch it's it. It's a spinoff of the actual last three movies is pretty good uh, season up to season going on to season three my, yes i might dabble mm-hmm. but yes rosa what's up <laughs> let's go let's get into the real we kept it real light real quick but now let's go all right yeah we got it we started out real light now we're gonna get into some real heavy heavy emotional trauma <laughs> so we are we chose our topic because by the time you hear this, it will be actually Juneteenth. So our topic today is racism. There you go. You're hearing this. <laughs> it is June 13th. <laughs> it is. Ain't Not, it though? <laughs> it's June 13th. We re- See, this this will episode be out on was June released 10th. on Juneteenth. But wherever be. you choose to fucking listen to it, that's when you listen to it. <laughs> True. But it will be released on Juneteenth. Now we're gonna it start. It is released today. It's June tenth. You know today. what? You have to speak. Shut up. Presently. Shut up. Presently, she about to whoop your ass if you don't <laughs> shut up and let her host it. Mm, she can just throw dust in my face. I guess. Come on. I sure will. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I be be wondering what that dust is though. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna talk about first what is Juneteenth and why do we celebrate Juneteenth? Okay. So Juneteenth was a holiday on June 9th to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday was first originated and celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. So basically, Juneteenth is the celebration that blacks have chosen as our is considered our Independence Day because in Texas, it took them three years to tell them that they were free. Mm-hmm. They waited three years to tell them that they were free. I have dirty June, bastards. Juneteenth was not a um, it's not as big as it is now back when uh, we were growing up. But for me, it was because my mother was my, my mother's side of the family is from Texas. So they always celebrated Juneteenth. Well, and if you're from North Memphis, Douglas Park back in the 90s they would always have a big Juneteenth picnic that yes. weekend so I didn't really know what it was but when I was like maybe 7 or 8 
they would start going and then by then I knew what Juneteenth was because Douglas Park always did like a Juneteenth celebration. Mm -hmm. Yep. I remember going to that when my my mother said that was the only place they celebrated it um, in Tennessee. Yep. Um, But growing up as a kid, she celebrated because like I said, our family is from Texas, from Tyler, Texas. So that was that's the reasoning for Juneteenth. A lot of people didn't even know what Juneteenth was. They just started, oh, it's a holiday. Oh, it became a fad. And it's actually something that is really that needs to be celebrated because our people were free. We weren't free July 4th. We we didn't have nothing to do with the 4th of July. You know, and I do see a lot of businesses, black owned businesses that are actually putting together things for this and getting more knowledge. And I, something that is now being more spoke on as it, as we're getting older. So I'm really proud of that and happy for that. I don't like the fact that some people are using it for marketing or for just to be coming up on my own money. Well, that because they officially named it a national holiday. So, you know, you have companies that are actually off now on Monday oh, yeah. and, you know, to recognize it. So, of course, if it's a national holiday and it's closed, they're going to try to make money off of whatever making money off. like they don't really care. They're not pushing the history of it or, or why we're celebrating or whatever, but because it just got pushed through, they like, Make let me mark. Let me, off, let me. Yeah. Let me. Yeah. Let me. Let me mark it on this. Let me get some profit off this. That's that's I my thing. And I get that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about the Walmart thing. Um, in regards to that, because um, Walmart did come out with a Juneteenth ice cream. Now we all, if you pay attention, if you're into this, because I know I am. I look at a lot of places because I try to spend my my money within in the black communities. I try to spend my money with every black owned business. And I'll give them a try. Um, <clears throat> I know we give our black owned businesses a lot of flack through the customer service. Huh. <laughs> I'm still wearing them shoes from that black owned business. We do have some businesses that are like that. Now, the thing about that is, again, we have some white businesses that are like that as well. So we have to, but I understand, you know, we are more hard, we are harder on our own people a lot of times. But. Walmart had to take theirs off the off the shelf because of the marketing issue that they were targeting the actual black owned ice cream that was already selling and already being marketed by Target, which a lot of people know that Target is has been pretty much diverse in both LGBTQ and every other alphabet that goes with it. Sorry, I don't know them all. Um, they are also they have a mm-hmm. lot of black owned Biz startup businesses. You got the honey pot. You got they have they actually have a lot of black on um hair care uh, products. Hair care products. They have um uh, Hallmark cards like not like Hallmark. They have cards that are black on little calendars that are black on. They are very Target is becoming very diverse. Target has also had some problems as well. But hey, you gonna I think that every business is gonna have that issue at some point and somewhere. You it's not gonna be totally eliminated or rectified in every location. So the next thing we got to know is because of this, we need to know what racism is. Racism, according to the dictionary, is a prejudice, discrimination or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group. Typically one that is minority or or marginalized. It is also considered to sum that up, basically, it is considered a 
one ethnic or racial group that oppresses another. I'm surprised you didn't get the information from TikTok on what racism was. Why the hell would I get from there? I'm sorry, Q. Keep going, Rosa. So, we have to understand because we have to know what racism is to understand what a racist is. Mm. Okay. So you Walmart have to is racist because they have one aisle, just one side of the aisle for black people. How many aisles does Target have for black hair products? I wouldn't call Walmart racist for having one aisle. Why do white people get many aisles? Um, well, it's only one. It's only one hair care aisle for for black folks. Period. They don't have that many of our hair care products in these stores. Anyway. So you have to <laughs> when it, a lot of people want to say that oh racism began with slavery, racism um started with just whites and blacks. Actually, racism began before nineteen sixty-nine in this world is and it began in America actually in sixteen twenty. And that's because they had came over they it took them a year. It took the Europeans a year to come over decide what they want to do before they attack the, the natives here and before they can started bringing over other history races. lesson lesson go ahead oh we, we got to yeah. go back in history to understand we, the they history sure came so, over here and took this shit from the indians yeah well understand this now the native indians were not the native indians that we think or see the indian the native indians were actually black because then they will tell you that they if you pay to if you le- read the history there in part for part of the Oh, God, with the uh, Christopher Columbus, the Indians said that, you know, the blacks were here because they were our Western Western cousins. So like so, so like West Indian, like from Barbados, from, Bahamas, no, no, no. from they were our Western, their Western meaning that Western because of actuality. We have to understand this. The map that we look at every day is upside down. It's absolutely if you pay if you go back and read some things. Yes, I've been doing a whole lot of research. Y'all made me die deep in this. So mm. the map that we have and that but we you see, can't take it sexual though. Go ahead. <laughs> the map that we have <laughs> is upside down. So Africa is actually on top. And if you think about it, it's hot. It's hot. They're near the they're they're near certain areas. Whereas everything European is always cold. So why wouldn't it be closer to Antarctica and things of that nature versus where it's supposed to be? But anyway, the Western, they said the Western. So, yes, you're meaning we're meaning Barbados. We're meaning Africa. We're meaning they called them the Western cousins. They were black. They didn't know how to separate the blacks from the Indians for a long time um, because they didn't know who was who. We were of the same colors as they were, as well as um, as well as when they were. Oh, my goodness, y'all. I got to get everything together. As well as those, you know, the, Sp- you as far as the Spanish, because of the well, shit don't Cuban. Be working out for me. I've been eating six. You need six. The you Spanish know. and the Korean and the and the South Americans and things. All those are from that area were of dark complexion. So that's why I say it did not begin there. Now racism also only became an issue in life because they wanted to rule and govern over a class of people. Racism started long before because the Moors were actually black and they ruled over the Europeans for a long time. We know this because it's what 
no, it's in history books, but they just made it seem like the Moors were white. The Moors were not. The Moors were black. So it has been it, it, it has been racism has been ethnic and class. So there's always been some form of racism in history, whether it was black and white, whether it was um, the rich versus the poor, the kings versus the peasants, things of that nature. So there was always some form of racism. But we're going to discuss the racism in America because that's the one that affects us the most. Even though it is globally done right now. Um, and we're going to go ahead and talk about what is a racist. Mm. So a racist is a member of a racial group who sees itself as a superior to other races and has the power to oppress those other racial groups. So I noticed that somebody asked, is there a such thing as reverse racism? That was me. I asked that question. Okay. To answer that question, from what I've gathered, no. We so, can be prejudiced. So, so I was going to say, so black people can't be racist. We, black can, people, only be prejudiced. we can We can only be prejudiced. Reasoning why, Q, because I see, see your face. See, yeah, Q's making it. And that's why I brought it up because I've heard people say yes and no. That's why when I read through what you'd already put, I said, let me add this and see mm-hmm. where we can stir the pot with that because... <laughs> I hear all the time people are like black people can't be racist and then I've heard in real life and like on different TV shows and stuff if you've gotten to that part on Insecure Q because it's an episode about that too mm-hmm. where they say black people can't be racist but we can be prejudiced yes we can and we can. racism and prejudice okay, so is not the, the same thing okay so what's the difference being prejudiced mm-hmm. let me I'm gonna go to the dictionary for you I want I want this crystal clear because this is already very touchy. The whole, yeah. everything we're talking about tonight is very touchy. And, and so while I'm she's a, looking it up, Q, I'm going to tell you, okay, so when, it's, when we say that you cannot be a racist, black people cannot be racist because it's clearly stated in the definition, a racist is a member of a racial group who sees itself as superior to other races and has the power. Not saying I don't love my black people. We're not uh, uh, a group. You're not, you're not, you didn't let me finish. So, and as it says, this part is the part that makes it clear that we cannot be racist because we do not have the power to oppress another racial group. We do not have the power to oppress them. We are not the majority, as they state, we are the minority. So we are the ones that are marginalized and oppressed. We don't have the power to oppress them. We haven't gained that power. We, they, they, they control the financial, the government and everything else. Until and I was going to say, that, if we can get the money is money is king so if we're able to acquire that type of money that's when we really see the true shift and if you pay attention this is gonna be a whole other conversation but the financial institutions that we know it right now is getting ready to crumble and it's about the dollar and the value of it and what pushes the dollar is about to change and black people are kind of kind of be at the fore because everything that's in popular culture everything that trends everything that people want to buy and invest in comes from our culture and so if you pay attention we're getting ready to turn the tide where we will have more control because we will have more money if we pay attention but that's a whole that's a whole other thing but okay. I get I get prejudice so prejudice says injury or damage resulting from some judgment or action of another in disregard of one's rights or an irrational attitude of hostility directed against an individual a group a race or their supposed characteristics so that's being prejudiced so we can be prejudiced amongst others but we cannot be racist because we cannot oppress them and it's a preconceived judgment or opinion how we say 
white people don't season their food or you know mm-hmm. like stuff like those jo- things that you hear people say like they assume all black people like watermelon or chi- mm-hmm. like those things are prejudices because it's an, a preconceived idea of a particular group of people like you talk about light-skinned people do this or dark-skinned people do this or you know it's so you can be prejudiced within your race on mm-hmm. some things based on whatever trait that a person has and you make a like a a blanketed statement about a whole group of people based off of a preconceived judgment that may or may not be true. So that's what being prejudiced is. So black people can be prejudiced, but we can't be racist because because we we don't have the power to oppress. oppress. Okay. We do not have the power to oppress. Now, once we get the power to oppress them, then we can be considered, then it would be considered racist, which is why, which that right there takes us into when she was talking about the change of the dollar, the turn of the dollar, why do you think that the Tulsa massacre happened? Uh, Black Wall Street. Because we were about to to turn the dollar back then. Because we were turning the dollar back then. They had schools, they had hospitals, they they had everything. They had businesses. They were thriving without the white dollar, without the white man. They were doing this all and they were living good and they were living better than most of them. That not only that one, we have several situations that were such as uh same as black wall street um where we were changing things let's go all the way to let's just go back to something that's more recent because they try to make it seem like all of this happened so many years ago these were in the 1940s these were in the 1930s these things happened recent this wasn't that long ago one of the reasons why they put things in black and white pictures to make it look like it was oh so long ago no 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 that was not that long ago that was not that long ago. They don't want to stay. Some of the reasons why they don't want to teach CRT in schools is because basically they don't want us to see or they don't want little Johnny and them to see Grammy sitting there throwing rocks at Ruby D. Yep. Because it's, it's our grandparents. Like this was during our grandparents time. So, yes, these were our grandparents that were growing up doing this. These were our great grandparents as well. You know, in certain areas, you know, they want to say goes to slavery. Oh, slavery was 300, 400 years ago. Well, that's a lie because in 1960, there was still very much slavery in Alabama and Mississippi. Indentured servants. No, they were just actually slaves. They didn't know that they could leave. They didn't even know they could leave. And those that did leave, they said that the people would send someone to come and get them or send someone to kill them. So it ain't that long ago. 1960 wasn't that long ago. My mama was born in 1950. So come on now. That's my mother. That means that she's and she's very much still alive. So that wasn't that long ago. So people got to understand, you know, they want us to believe certain things. Um, so and when you said when we like she was saying the black dollar, when we keep the black dollar within us, the black dollar, the black dollar only goes six times within our community before we take it out. Six times. If that many. Well, that's what the research said. It said it goes six times within our community and sometimes it may go less. We keep our own money. Black Wall Street is one of the biggest things that showed us that we keep our money within our within our group community. We would thrive and we would they can't do anything without us. Because we're the largest consumers. We're, um, we're the largest consumers. We have the most we have the, the, the most educated group of women for one. We have the most educated group of people. We have the most talented group of people. We got people over in Africa who have supposed to, suppose it, because I'm telling y'all now, that's a lot. They're supposed to have less resources than we do. But yet they're coming up with ways of inventing 
um, ways of irrigating irrigation systems. They're doing a hell. We were doing it way back in way back when, and they they stole a lot of knowledge. But hey. That's what they that's what they do. Well, that's because and that's just because of of money and influence Mm -hmm. um, or where you put your money uh, with it. But I mean, even with uh, black being, you know, we prejudice uh, dealing with racism and just just a wrong assumption, because I've worked with a lot of white people over my course of my career, I've been in a lot of majority white environments on a regular basis. And the level of ignorance that is displayed on some like normal, like day-to-day basic stuff was actually laughable. Like, it's just kind of like, you do know we all bleed the same, like it's literally the same thing. It's not like, like, oh, you go out of town? Oh, you know your dad? I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, it, and it's just like, how far removed from life can you really be? And social media has kind of changed that some because you can kind of see on your phone that a lot of people live similarly in their way and a lot of preconceptions can be put to bed based on you having the information right in front of you on your phone but even up until I left there in like 2016 up until like 2016 like it was some questions and some comments that would be made that I would I could be I could have been offended but I just knew they were ignorant like it's like there is no way you truly believe that or if you truly believe that you are so misinformed and it's going to be my job to educate you because all black people aren't what you think. Like, ma'am, I'm allergic to watermelon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and the whole thing, I schooled them on, no, you can't touch my hair. Can I just do, mm-hmm. do can I just walk up and touch your hair? Absolutely not. My hair is magical though. It is. It's, First it's of all, magical. You, I don't want to walk up and touch your hair and get all that grease in my hand. Well, no. that mean I ain't washed it if it's greasy because that's why I have to wash it every couple it of days. It may not have been but, washed day. But, you know, we're like we're like a novelty to them. Like, we're not people. And it's because of this mindset that was passed down from their grandparents or whatever that they just literally don't know and they think they know. Like, but, it's a level of entitlement that's just, it's just beyond. I remember this year, I was in St. Louis walking into a restaurant. I was standing at the at the little podium with the hostess and I was ordering my food to go. And the lady that was helping me, she was a black lady and she was taking my order. And this older white guy just walks up and starts talking to her as though I'm not standing there. And me and her looked at each other. And then we looked at him. She said, sir, I will deal with you after I'm finished helping her. You were behind her. And he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I said, yeah. Cause I guess I was invisible and not being helped. Oh ma'am. I'm sorry. I said, yeah, I know. Like, like you just walk up and you think that, like this level of entitlement that's just deep rooted. However, comma, sometimes black folk make it real easy for us to cut up in front of company. Mm-hmm. Like I just be like, yeah, I don't do that. They already think they know how we are. Like, let's not do that. Let's not add to it. Like, le- like, let's not. What what you were saying as far as them thinking that we're spectacles and things like that, you gotta understand. Their great grandparents and great 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 grandparents put us in zoos. We were yeah. in actual human zoos. Yeah. They were 
amazed and put us with next to the lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, you know, we were one of those, you know, and it's like the yam yeah. section. <laughs> yeah. You said the yams. <laughs> and there is a black woman that was, had a huge behind and they put her on spectacle in circuses and took traveled around until the day I she mean, died. Do you and blame right, them? right now she's in yeah, a museum. Ali, she had yams. But they they put her in a museum. Like, oh my goodness, she is yamtastic. <laughs> Our white ladies don't have ass like this. I understand, but I am not. She was not here for their googling, oogling, and mistreatment because they did not treat her well. Then we also have the young lady. You know that it is medically known that they they were taught that we were that black people didn't feel pain to the level of degree that they did that um basically some kind of way they felt like we had these superpowers we do we do but not in that way but not in the way in which they thought we had superpowers right, right so we don't we didn't bleed the same we didn't feel pain the same and we don't there were certain things um uh, medically scientifically even now that they're just now learning as far as in regards to our kidneys when we go get medical treatment especially women when we go get medical treatment, they don't see us as the same. And this is still in the books that they are using today for teaching medical students mm -hmm. that black people don't feel pain the same, that black people don't do this and certain things to the point where, okay, I cannot think of her name and I should have wrote that down. But there's a young, there was a young lady who died and they're still using her blood. Yeah, I'm getting ready to pull it up now because her family just, uh, her family yeah. just got a lawsuit for that now. Uh, yeah. But she, there's, they used her blood without her permission way back then. They found out that it could be used and they let her die. Once she died, they continued, they have continuously used her blood to uh, come up with several cures for several diseases. Yes, our blood is magical. Yes, but we still bleed. We still feel. There are certain things about us. Yes, we are magical people. They knew this a long time ago. That's why they came and got us. Um, <laughs> yeah, they knew the magic. They couldn't do the magic. So they were trying to take the magic. Understand it to the point where right now it's called the Eve Jean, and her name was Henrietta Lacks. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm. Yep. Her her cells are considered immortal because they're still using her cells to this day to test cancer, AIDS, any disease. Since she passed away, um, she passed away a long time ago. Um, but they consider her um the Eve Jean and her. She's immortal, like her 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 cells yes. keep reproducing. The lady was talking about that at the Civil Rights Museum. I went From to Johns a Hopkins, weeks ago. yep, and they're still using it to this day, like they for cloning any any disease, any, they, any everything. Illness, they have tested through Harriet Alex James, and she has been dead for quite some time. And they have not even attempted to give her parents, but many of the vaccines that but we have are due to her. Yeah, everything is due to her, literally. Pretty much everything they have is due to her. And, and she died in 1951. So since 1951 is now 2022 and they're still using her. So, and they have not compensated her family, nor did they compensate her. And they didn't even have her permission. So there's that. Um, we have, there are so many things that have been done to us. So many things that, you know, that they just, and even to this day, they are still doing to us. The police system. Now, I have many police friends, and I love all of them, but the police system was set up 
start it started from the slavery portion of it. It was the overseers. It was the the people. If they they that's where the stop and frisk started. Mm-hmm. Stop and frisk started right then. Stop to see if the black person had their papers, their free papers, and if they didn't, then we take them back to whoever their, their owner was. Yep, the basic police patrols were based off of slave patrols. That is, and they're still correct. very much going on today. Um, the with the way the world is, and so many things being available to our kids because of social media, um, TV, but mainly social media, our kids are more susceptible to racism and a internet situation. They are more um, apt to experience bullying of racism with due to racism through that. Um, some people I've noticed, and according to the lit, TikTok, but not just TikTok, <laughs> but everywhere Told else. You. There you go, Q. <laughs> but no, on, on TikTok, it's where I noticed it. But then I go to Instagram and I see that it's there. It's uh, Facebook. Don't play to don't play off there too much, but it does go there. I feel that a lot of times um, whites, Asians, all of those, they do things to agitate us because they know we're going to speak out. They do things. And this is only for social clout. If you know, so you got a lot of white women on there going to get box braids going to get their hair twisted, braided, going to get braids and all this and saying they can do it. It's just a hairstyle. It's this, that, and the third. Okay. So I feel like a lot of them do it because next thing you know, somebody's going to stitch them doing it and tell them, oh, you shouldn't do it. And this, and then next thing you know, they go viral for a little while and then they get their little 15 minutes of fame. I feel like if we as black people would ignore these people because them braids going to tear their hair up anyway, so let that, that let that be that. You did it for nothing. We didn't even acknowledge you. Let you go about your business. Unfortunately, we do have some <laughs> that told white folks to put perm in the air and leave it in overnight. And if it itch, and if it starts burning, that means it's working. And y'all fools did it. Y'all did it. Now you ain't got no damn hair and you got scalp burns. We are not a culture that is to be mimicked. We are not here for you all's, you all's um, trending habits. We are not just because, oh, I like it. And then you don't want to do it later on, but you don't want to take the ramifications or the consequences or the pains and, and struggles and stripes that we have to have this hair, to have this physique, to have these big noses. You don't want, you want to, you want you, you our big lips because your ass ain't got none. Well, I, Rosie, here, I, ain't ain't got none I ain't got none. <laughs> I ain't got none. I ain't got none. I took after my took that was that's my one percent white right there. That's my one percent. That was my one percent. Everything the other ninety nine is all pure black folks. Oh no, go on no. I got the ass and I got the ass. I just killed you. I'm sorry. Come back, Q. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So that was my one percent. But understand, y'all go get these lip fillers. Y'all go get these. Y'all are doing and then say, well, we're just doing it to make ourselves happy. Yeah. Okay. But you're mimicking us. Why? Well, it's if cool to be not. black until it's not. That's exactly it. It's cool until the problems come. Just like, oh, girl, you put the braids in your hair, but you took them down before you had to go to the interview. Point. So why do that? If it's cool to do, we're 24-7 because it grows out of our hair like that and we have to do it like that. Why do we 
why is it not okay for it's okay for you to do it when you go and hang out with your friends? It's okay for you to talk black. And I'm sorry, I live in an area of the country where some are using the word and it's taking everything in That's me. Dustville USA, ladies and gentlemen. Dustville USA. They use so this you did not. say they use the N word freely. Freely. Yeah. And I almost freely offer some ass whoopings. Always try to fight. Baby, it's certain things you just cannot do. Well, with you, you know, you're going to fight every episode. People, let's go back through all the episodes. Rose has threatened to fight every But she said she's not violent. I'm not. (laughs) I got 17 episodes that says otherwise. That is not true. You whooping ass in every episode. I might even make some sort of reward if you can go back and tell me every We're going to have to go and edit the bonus episode and you're just going to have to splice in every time Rosa whooping ass every episode. Every. <laughs> Look, and is she getting and 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 is and will if need be you ask for an ass when you get one. Just want to make sure you all know. <laughs> I, now back to the, the subject at hand. The N word, I try to not use it much as I used to. I still use it too much, but I try to not use it as much. It happens, but I try not to use it. Well, I have. I, I'm I'm bad with it too. And I, and the thing is. What I've had to explain to, because I had this whole topic have a whole issue come up in my in my family between my boys, because my one son was like, it was okay for them to say it if they're not saying it negative, and I was like, oh hell no, you didn't, you wasn't raised like that, homeboy. Where the hell did you come from? Where did you go? Germany must have smacked you in the head, and you need to come on back because that's not cool. I said there, the thing about it is, is that. He was like, well, we said, I said, we took the word back because they made it so derogatory that we had to take it back and make it out of brotherly and sisterly love. That was the whole point of us using it so that you couldn't hurt us with the word anymore. But well, we still hurt behind it because you still want to just finna, That's what I was fixing to say. But that's because also the tone and the meaning behind them using it is not so friendly. It's not so friendly. Well, Me unless, saying, unless in white cheeks, you know, that was in the car. Okay. That, okay. Nothing. <laughs> and so the bar they was like, should have did a whole, uh, they was like, oh my stooges. God, you say it. And it was like, nobody's around. And so they was like, <laughs> <laughs> but you see that? Mm. Like, they did. They, everybody said it. No, yeah, you know what I mean, but you know, they, they didn't say it amongst the, they just, they had to make that cause of the movie. They did. But, yeah, they did. But they were like, uh, and then, you know, that's what Gary Owen says, why him and Joseph Core are different. He was like, I don't say the N word. Don't bear it to a black woman. But he said, we ain't twins. <laughs> I so, think it's a, I, I, I get it. But I'm just kind of like, at this point, because the lines are don't, so great, I just, I just wish we all kind of take it out of our vocabulary. I mm, think it's I, I think it's mixed. I think I feel like this. I don't try to say it within mixed company. I don't like it being said within mixed company. Yeah. If it's me, like the three of us, we in a group, we said that's between us. 
but saying it amongst mixed company, while I hate to hear folks do that when it's like I said, when we amongst yeah. mixed company, mm-hmm. don't do that because then you know that's when they looking like, okay, do I get to say it next? Say it if you want to. Like they try to jump, jump. My yeah, turn. It's my turn. Say it if you want to. Knock your ass clean on back. Oh, no, they should go fighting again. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, Leonardo, I, Leonardo I DiCaprio said it. Baby, and did y'all know in the interview um, when they were talking when Samuel Jackson did the interview, he said that man apologized to him every after every take. <laughs> he apologized to him after every take. He apologized to every black person on the scene after every take. He said he felt so bad he had to take a sabbatical after that movie was made. A lot of them did. Had to take a sabbatical after that movie was made because they did not feel right saying that word some parts of that movie took them to places they didn't really mm-hmm. want to go to and it made it very history. real yeah and so i don't like how like how they the unjamima pancakes that we've been eating for years and then they finally changed it to pearl milling company i respect that okay you're recognizing that it was wrong based on the root of it but erasing it doesn't really solve the problem because now you're trying to bring up children and new generations where this was like a fairy tale, like racism didn't exist. Slavery didn't exist. The civil rights movement didn't exist. And that's not the way it should be in the history books, and uncensored the way it is where, because you're going to keep repeating it if you don't really learn what happened. So covering it up as though it didn't happen and it should just happen 60 years ago. Like that's not okay. Like that's not fixing it. Trying to act like exact, it didn't happen. That's exactly what they want to do. Nope. That's exactly what they're doing. People think that these these major moves from these companies are them rectifying the situation. We're going to not, not do it this it way. Up. Thank you. They're erasing it so that they can keep on moving. Well, this didn't happen. If we can remove it, if we can just act like it didn't happen. That's what they want us to do. That's why I said they don't want to teach CRT in schools. They want to act like it didn't happen. Oh, little Johnny's going to be emotionally scarred. Yes, because he's going to see his Grammy. Who he be, who he loves so much, he gonna see Grammy sitting up there uh, with signs calling black folks ugly words and see her with this ugly face on her face throwing stuff at folks. So, yes, that's why they don't want that to happen. They gonna see Pop Pop. They gonna see Pop Pop standing there with a hood halfway over his head. That's, what they, that's the problem. That's why you don't want folks to them teaching CRT. You gonna see your relatives who you still see every other weekend with them hoods and them pitchforks and them and them and them. Ha- I was wondering the- why Pop Pop doesn't have any white sheets in the house. And Pop and Pop Pop sitting up there next to the next to the hanging hanging Negro from the tree, standing there grinning and shit, and, and taking taking pictures. That's see, that's why you don't want us. To, that, that's what you don't want. That's what you don't want. Unfortunately, people, if we if they don't put it in schools, we teach our own. We showed them that your next door neighbor was standing there and at that's the lynch the thing too. Par- we're, not even, we're not even teaching our own either. My uh my mom at her school, she's always over the black history program. She's actually a part of the Tennessee Arts Commission and they specialize in black history and they incorporate it with music. So they start from like the slave calls back then and they work it through the music all the way through to the Delta blues, all the way to the civil rights singing, the blues, hip hop all the way through. And they teach history through the music, through the race. And so they ask questions while they're talking to the kids and the black kids don't even know the answer anymore. So our kids are not even being taught this. Like, you know, they still get the same 
big three, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Thank you. Nelson and there were Mandela, way more people. And Harriet Tubman, you know, and yeah. maybe Rosa Parks. But they're not getting, they're not learning about Tulsa. They're not learning about that black town that was flooded in Georgia. I can't think of Thank the name you. of it right now. But Where that, Lake Lanier sits yeah, over. Yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. yep, Lake Lanier. Don't forget yeah, Central Park in New town. York. It used to be a black town, a thriving all of black that. town. They're not talking they're about not talk- all of it. Rosewood. Let's they're talk not about talking that. about all of it. Let's talk about that. Hello. Let's talk about how they said it was an actual interview from the F, from a guy on FBI saying that they could not. They have gone over everything as far as the Emmett Till um, case and that too many of the people, that majority of the people were dead. I'm sorry, but her name is Carol Dunham. She's still very much alive. She's the one who uh, and she was. Did she a, have an accessory. ass? No, she had. She have an ass? No. Carol, is this a black woman you talking about? No, no, the lady oh, who lied on Emmett Till. Oh, the yeah, because if it was a black woman, her name would have been Carol Dunn-Yams. A- anyway, <laughs> he just tried his best to put that in there. Y'all. He was doing everything Bake. he can. <laughs> just baked. <laughs> he just got to put it in there. He loved his Yamalo. Oh. Yamalo. But Carol Dunham is very much alive. And they're saying, well, we really can't um, prosecute her. She was an accessory to murder. She was an accessory to murder. She was the one who implicated and said that he was this young man whistled at her, a child. What was he going to whistle at? He was probably trying to pucker some lips, trying to make, see how her little bit of thin lips didn't. <laughs> he was trying to see if that's he was prejudice. mimicking. That's prejudice, Rosa. Baby, I saw the picture. She, her, thin, her lips was thinner than mine. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to feel like a that disclosure at the beginning. <laughs> I'm everybody's sorry. words and comments are their own. They are, they are, but a lot of what I speak is actual facts. So there we go. Now, bringing up Emmett Till, and we were just talking about it. We have to understand we need to find the tools. We need to have the tools, and I, I'm just going to ask, what tools have or will you give your kids to survive uh, or just to make it home? I have boys. I've already had my son stopped by police just for walking black. I have had him, my oldest son, was practically stripped naked in the cold by a police officer until another black man pulled over and said, what are you doing? Why is he half naked in this cold? He was, he's suspicious. Suspicious of what? Suspicious of what? Until he told my son, put your clothes back on. Come to find out he was a police sergeant and this police officer didn't, didn't know it. But he made sure my son was just walking to his grandmother's house. He wasn't doing anything. He got stopped once before walking from work in his work uniform. He worked at Mercedes Benz. He got stopped because he was walking his normal route. And the police officer stopped him, asked him what was in his bag. And this and my son was like, look, I ain't got nothing. I'm, I'm walking home. Till an old white couple pulled over and another white lady came out of the house said, why are you bothering a young man? He walks this way every day. He's coming from work. Oh well, I, it was some. It was some. It was some. Um, reported this. Yeah, he fit the description of a working young black man. He fit the description of a working young black man. That's what he fit the description of. Um, so I have told my sons, I, I want you to comply, but I also know complying will still not make it where you make it home, because too many of our black men and black women have complied and still did not make it home. So I don't even at this point in life, I tell them, do what you can. Be quiet if you got to. Don't say nothing. Don't don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't make no fast moves. Hold your hands up. 
Even though I know that don't mean jack, hold your hands up. I said, because, baby, if they shoot you with your hands up, your mama going to be on their ass for the rest of her life until they our lives end. I will follow their ass from every police station they try to go to and say, ah, 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 ah. that's a murderer. That's a murderer. I'll make sure. Of it. But, yes, hold your hands up. If they stop you, make sure your hands are on the steering wheel. They ask you to, to reach for something, sir, not reaching for nothing until you put your weapon down. I will reach forward at that point, make sure they understand. It's hard being mother, a mother of sons. And Patria, I know you know. Yeah. It's hard being a mother of sons. I also have to be mother of daughters. So I have to tell them too, be mindful of everything. See now, being, mothers, being a mother of daughters is really hard too because I have to make sure that they're safe from the men and then they're safe from the races. Um, living in the South, my kids have come across a couple of things, but nothing that they felt like was too major. They felt more of an educated, it was an education type deal that they had to handle versus something that somebody was just really just being straight up mm-hmm. racist about. It was just mm-hmm. educating them. Um, so they had, and, and that's, that's, that's really, I won't say it's not common. Um, they've had more issues with people in authority being racist than they've had like other kids or things like that. Yeah. Q, you a black man. You got pulled off driving while black? Yes. I was in my... um, Every black man, unfortunately. I was in my Cadillac and I got pulled over by Shelby County. I'm driving one way, he's driving the other. We locked eyes. That was it. And he turned around. I was in my my caddy like an old man, just minding my business. And then the other time I got pulled over, I was in a nice Silverado with a white girl. And he oh. pulled over. And then he tried to say, well, uh, your tags are expired. Well, you didn't see that hitting one direction and I'm hitting the other. You initially turned around because I was in this Silverado with the white boy tires. <sighs> Arm out the window, windows down, truck beaming. I mean, if you want one, you can go get one too. That's because you had that girl, which is thank you. Know, you. My you oldest son is currently dating a white young lady, and I'm cool with it, but I'm not cool with it because I'm like, you got to be careful. Like, you have to be careful in so many ways. And I said, you got to be careful to the point I, it's going to be some situations that that opens a door to you that I can't save you from. And I don't want that. And I was like, you just got to be careful. And so he says he hears me. And uh, I just tell him, you know, be careful of your surroundings. Watch where you are. Watch where you're going. Kind of kind of eyeball the situation before you walk all the way into it, into a store or whatever. Um, you so know. is she white, white? Yeah. Like pretty yeah. much probably clueless to. No, no. To no, not that. No, no, absolutely not. Like, I've met her mom and everything, haven't met the dad. So that's the thing, that he he's never met the dad. Mom and all of that's around, but we have not met dad. And I said, that bothers me because they've been dating for quite some time. And so I'm like, I ain't telling you who to like or who to not like. I'm just saying you got to weigh your options. I, was, this, I told him before I was going into, I was like, son, when he was a little young, I was like, if you decide that you're gay, 
I won't disown you. I said, but you're a black man in America. So why add that extra strife on top of the strife that you're already born being a black man in America? Like, let you know. You do you. I support you, but I'm just going to give you both sides of it and, 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 and we'll figure it out from there. But it scares me every day. Like, to be honest, because I don't have any control over that. I can prepare my sons as best as I possibly can, but I do not have the control when it comes to how the world views my babies. Oh, no. We don't have that. We don't have that control. We don't have that. And we how can the do world as much. views the man I love. My mm-hmm. uncles, my cousins, mm-hmm. that freaks me out. That's why every time one of my black men, boys, leave me, I say, be safe. Text me when you make it because this is where we live and it's fucked up. I had a conversation with a girl I used to work with. We're about the same age. Her husband is a police officer. She's white. And it was during the time when they started the whole Blue Lives Matter thing, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. And she was at work and she was upset and crying because her husband was working downtown when they were rioting. I forgot who got killed during this time because, you know, a couple of folks get killed back to back and everybody was marching. And she was like, he has to be down there in this mess. And I don't even understand. I said, hold on. I said, me and you ain't never had no problem. And her last name is the same last name as my children's last name. I said, you got two boys. I got two boys. They got the same last name, but they will not have the same experience in America. I was like, the things that you have to teach your boys, I would have to teach my boys that plus some. Think about that. I said, well, my child, because Malachi at the time was maybe six or seven. I said, he's going to be a big child. He's going to be 15 years old. And you know everything about what he likes to do. You've met him. You think he's so cute. You will lock your door or hold your purse if he walked past you in 10 years when he's 15 years old, just because he looks the way he looks, even if you know his mom and know where he came from, because that is the world that my children are growing up in as black boys. And she stopped and looked at me and was like, I never thought of it that way. I know you did. Thank you. Because you don't have the experience. You don't have the experience. Yes, I had this same kind of, well, one of the girls, I hadn't got back into the office at that time when they were doing all that. And the office that I'm, I was, uh, that I'm in is predominantly white. Um, we were, two, it was only two of us. We called ourselves the two Oreos. Um, because <laughs> we were, we was the Oreos. <laughs> so they had the conversation and I noticed, let me say this. White people, y'all know who to play with and who not to play with. You really do. Sometimes you may not, you, you may jump out there, but you know who to play with, who not to, and you know when to have certain conversations around certain people because this conversation was not brought up at one time while I was at work, but it was brought up while she was there because they are, they were used to her being a little more complicit, vibrant oh. with her words. More vibrant than you? Well, see, my, my vibrant will put you in your place without having to cuss you at work. My vibrant will have you sitting there like this petty wench. I will have you wanting to cuss me and wanting to fight me, but know that you can't. (laughs) So they had the conversation and they was like, I just don't understand. What's the point? And she said, she just looked at the time. She just happened to be on the phone. I said, please place me on speaker. I said, what is it that you don't understand? So I can educate you real quickly. It was like, well, hey, don't hate me right now. What is it that you want to understand so I can educate you? Because you know what? Don't worry about it. Let me educate you real quick. I said, when you go home at night, are you worried about making it there? Are you worried about your children's make, children making it home when they after they've gone out for a night of partying? 
I said, the closest thing you worried about your children is if they drank too much. I'm worried about if mine are going to make it home, period, because the police stopped them. I'm worried about if mine going to make it home because somebody decides in a red pickup truck with a Confederate flag decide, oh, I'm a drag a nigga tonight. You got to understand that our experiences are totally different. What you worry about is the least of our worries. What we have to worry about means it means life or death for us. So there's that. Now, I want to talk about something real quick, too. I want anybody to tell me, have y'all had a racial moment outside? Because I had one and I'm ready to tell my story um, in the workplace or just an actual racist moment where you really had to kind of sort of kind of get out of character or maybe stay within character and just be like, I'm going to drag this bitch later. <laughs> uh, I tell my story first. <laughs> so I've been waiting to tell it. I'm going to do a whole TikTok on it. So Jesus help us. This is very recent. And there was this young lady that worked with us and they had moved her to several different departments. Well, when I got ready to leave, for real, I just saw that. Oh, well, guess I have to do it on TikTok, man. Yeah. No, tell your damn story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when I got ready to move out here, um, I had decided to leave my job and get a new job out here and things of that nature. And so um, I put in my two weeks notice and my supervisor asked me to stay. So we worked out where I stayed with the company, but still was able to move out here. Okay. So they had a young lady that was going to train and she was going to still work in the Memphis office and help out with things I had to do as well. So as I'm training her, you know, I asked her because I have been a trainer. I do have HR background as well. Went to school for it, all that good stuff. So I asked her what was the easiest way for her to learn. She said doing it herself. She works better being able to do it. Okay, cool, whatever. So I'm trying to train her in the way in which she says. But I'm listening to her. I'm listening to her talk, which is something that I do quite often with people. I listen to how they talk. I try to observe the room. And I noticed that what she said she had the skills in, she didn't have them skills. So I asked her, what did you do at your last job? She told me. And some of the terminology that she used, I was like, oh, so you were actually just a data entry person. You didn't know anything about trucking. She didn't like that. So from that point on, she was pissed off mad at me. Okay. Find out from my supervisor later, uh, you know, as time as a couple of days go on, that she's going into the office every other day complaining about I'm not training her. Or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. And I'm like, that's not true. Mind you, there's another person in our office who's watching me train her and saying that she would, and she's the office manager. So she's telling him I would train her the exact same way. Okay. Let's go to, she got to the point where she had lied so much. I was like, you know what? All this fake ass shit of being nice in my face and going behind my back saying something else ain't gonna work. I don't do the fake shit. I got a couple more days from running for the roll up out of here. We ain't gotta worry about this. So. She, uh, this particular day, I don't know what crawled up her ass, but um, she got real wrong. She said something, it was an email that was sent, and I told her, I asked her, I said, you know, you really didn't have to say that in the email. And I was getting ready to tell her what she needed to say and how she could have handled it. And before I could say anything, 
She says, why does it even matter? I'm looking like, who the fuck did this? Like, who she hollering at? She must didn't know Rose could get violent every episode. She must didn't know. 3.2 seconds. So anyway, so I told her, I was like, if it didn't, if it doesn't matter, why did you send it? So I'm being very calm. I'm being very cool and calculated. She kept on, she kept on hollering. I said, you know what? At this point, if you need help or you need further training, you're going to need to go to go to our supervisors. I'm not going to be able to do anything with you. That's fine with me. Great. Then there should be no problem. I just don't understand. Why, why are we even going through? Why are you still talking to me? I told you, there's nothing else I can do for you. She kept on. I'm, as I'm talking, the same manner than which I'm talking to y'all right now, the same manner I kept with her. She kept on. I said, I had to get up. I said, you know, at this point, I think you're going to keep on. So I'm going to remove myself. And I got up and I walked. I got ready to walk out. But she still was talking and she started yelling. I said, baby girl, <laughs> play with your mama. Don't play with me. And I walked out. Because I was about to hit her at that point. Because she, she started yelling at me like I was a two-year-old. And I was like, wait a minute, why ain't you? <laughs> Who are you talking to? And my office manager was like, please just leave the office. Just leave the office. Please leave. I was like, I am. I walked out. I calmed myself down. I was coming back up the steps and she was coming out of the office. I made sure to turn to the side because it looked like she was trying to bump me. So I turned to the side and came on in. Do you know this one called HR on me? She left the job. Now, she done walked off the job. I ain't did nothing. She walked off the job. Called HR. Told them I physically threatened her. I believe it. And told them that um, she would not return back to work unless I was fired. I believe it. And that she would be filing a police report. I'm on the white woman's side, I believe it. But if I was at work, I wasn't going to lose my job and I had just got the deal of a lifetime. What the hell I look like? (laughs) I'm smarter than that. I wake the whoop ass on the street on the weekend. I ain't going to do that. No. I wasn't going to do that. And then, like I said, she was still in her probationary period. Like, she hadn't even been there 30 days. So, no, she was not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I I had to do a whole little thing with that. And I was like, you know, first of all, you're calling the police and I ain't touched you. There are people that were visit. There were <laughs> people that were, vis- that were visibly able to see what was going on. And you trying to say, I try- girl... Calling police on black folks, I'm like the things I could have done to you. I could have flipped your big ass across the stairs and made you just say, "Oops, oops, she fell, oops, she rolled her big ass down them steps." But no, I didn't do anything like that. But yeah, I had that form of racism. I've had, I've had a couple of people. You know, I had, I've never had. I only had one little boy in, in junior high school call me a nigger. I don't think he can form the words no more. Mm. Well, I got called the snow bunny of the family, and there's that. How you a snow bunny? Because I was dating no other white chick. No, that don't make you. you that make you Peter Cottontail. And, and I came to the the family function with the white and girl. He was like, oh, so this is the the Snow Bunny of the family. As he laughed drunk, and everybody just looked at him, and then looked at me to see my reaction. And I was like, okay, in my head, I'm like, okay, all right, let's give me this bland barbecue so I can just go. Who who barbecue was it? Just give me this bland barbecue so I can go. That's was it. it. So, oh, so was you her, went to her, bar- her family barbecue. Just give uh, me this bland barbecue. You shouldn't so ask for go. nothing. But it's Not even a like potato now, salad. Now, now. I was going to say something that was real that, prejudice. I'm going to keep it to that, myself. We have <laughs> the, uh, the child together and 
cheese mixed, and I'm just oh, want right. her to know that they're gonna come for you, dog. I mean, my baby girl, they're gonna come for you because you're gonna be different. You're gonna if you fit in with this side, they're gonna come for you. If you fit in with that side, they're That's gonna come not true. for you. And That's not true. That's not true. And I just hope that when that comes, well, it'll be a teaching lesson and I'm not gonna get into it because the I timer think is she should be taught blank. on both sides. That's all it has to be. She can be taught on both sides and allow her to choose. But she does shouldn't have to choose which side she wants to choose. That's who she is. She's both. That's who she is. That's she is literally who she needs to be I'm taught. Saying, no, what I'm saying is, whatever side she chooses to identify, identify more with, yeah. with who you know. But that's what I'm saying. If she's taught both sides, given info, educate educated of both sides, then she will be she'll be able to make an informed decision on what she chooses to do. I have a long journey ahead of me until we yes, get to do. that point. She's just a bubbly, lovely baby. You know, she we're is. just talking ish. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we just have a great um. Well, there's so much more to learn. I want all of our people to educate themselves. Go pick up a book. Go Google some stuff. Hey, go to TikTok. It's all on there. Don't do all I, that. I, I, thought I, I thought I had a dog. I thought I had a dog. TikTok just. No, there are there are a lot of educators or that are actual teachers and um there are a lot of things that they show like from history channels and things of that nature that are on there. What so that's are what you I going mean. To do if TikTok ever goes away. I'm gonna go continue to go to my Netflix like I be doing all the time. What you mean? That's why I spend most of my time on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, thank, I hope that we educated some of you all on some things. I hope you uh, comment and send us some likes, but comment and ask if you want to ask some questions about some things, you know, comment some of your experiences on, on this topic. Um, we love to hear your experiences so we can maybe talk about them maybe later on, but please just comment anything. Just make a comment, <laughs> some <Please>. likes, <laughs> share it. So have these conversations with your friends, um, family members um, of all races. These are the hard conversations to have. And this is one of the hardest ones, but it's one of the most definitely biggest ones that we really need to be talking about so that we can all come together as a people, not just a race. And Agreed. We need, yes, we need to come together as a people and not just a race. We need to have these hard conversations. You, uh, everybody needs to be accountable and be open-minded when you have these conversations. Because if you don't be open-minded, you're not going to learn anything. So that's where we have and we want everyone to have a happy and safe celebratory June 10th and then next week we coming back for y'all motherfucking head and I host that one and y'all gonna be mad at me and I don't care cause it's called no you're the problem Mm. that's it that's the name of the episode no you're the problem cute you're the problem bro see you're the problem. So, we'll get there. We'll fuck. <laughs> All right. That's you exactly what we're going to say, Q. We'll get First, next episode, no. You're the problem. Motherfucker, you're, you're the problem. Not you're the problem. Oh, well, you're making the title up. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, no. You're the problem. You're the problem. I need to ask you this so I can get on my yeah. graphic duty. Yeah, no. You're the problem. You're the problem. But racism. <laughs> Very hot topic. Can, we thank you all in all forms in my book black people white people excuse oh, me you know, I guess we black people can't be racist no 
prejudiced. Prejudice. Absolutely. We can most definitely be prejudiced. We cannot be racist. Not yet. Wait till that money flip. My. <laughs> Our time is coming. Keep playing with us. Our soon. time is coming. We're, we'll be there. We'll be back on our pedestal very soon. Soon. Very soon. New world order. For real. Well, hello. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, who coughing? Okay. Mm. That's Can't it. Be- yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>